Hello and welcome to Same Old Wombles. Uh, today I'm your host, Niall Cooper, returning from a sickbed. Well, not really returning, I am in fact in a sickbed. And Adam Proctor, live from a university somewhere. I don't know where exactly he is. Um, this is series two, episode whatever, no one really knows. Um, and so we'll, we'll be talking about all things AFC Wimbledon, looking particularly back on the last few games and where we're, where we're hoping to go through. What do we want from our loan market? What are our aspirations? How many points do we need? And important things like that. So, first of all, obviously, I wasn't at the game on Tuesday night um, against Accrington Stanley, but I did, for once in my life, actually plug in and use iFollow which is uh, fantastic um, in terms of being able to watch it uh, with my brother. But unfortunately, what it did mean is that when you curse and swear at the television screen, no one hears you, which is obviously a big disappointment. But Adam, you're a big user of iFollow. I'm assuming, uh, did you get a chance to watch the game on Tuesday night? No, I didn't actually. I didn't. <laughs> I, was, I was kind of half tempted to, but I decided not to bother. And after the result, I thought it was a good idea that I didn't bother. Do you know what, Adam? I mean, it's... I mean, I'm like not a regular user of iFollow, right? Really, I'm not. And like, you know, admittedly, I was with my brother. And we're both watching it. Um, you know, for those of you who don't know, I'm, I'm just recovering from like major heart surgery. So this is the first time you, you hear my like lovely Dorset tones for for a while. And shouldn't get, shouldn't be getting too excited watching football, surely? <laughs> no, totally. But I mean, I, you know, basically they had two shots, scored two goals from like stupid distance. They were worldies. So it's like, you know, what else What else can you do? So it's like, you know, it's, it, it is difficult. Um, and just to break into there, we've now got Alex Fates fantastically joining us as we're, we're already kicking in and talking about all that sort of stuff. Alex Fates is obviously the the uh, person with most wisdom out of the three of us on the call today. Um, he's shaking his head. We all know he's full of wisdom. Um, so, Alex, we're just talking about the Upton Stanley game. And I'm basically going to go and having watched it on iFollow, going with I actually don't think we played that badly I think we played quite well we were beaten by two worldy goals um they had two shots we had more shots on target than they did and it was just a case of like a little bit of bad luck and remembering we still got all those players I injured uh, Alex what was your take I think you're absolutely right I think the uh problem was not putting away the goals uh we defended pretty well yeah if you're going to give away two goals then um, make sure they are those those special uh, goals, those worldies. Um, in another game, we might have scored a couple, and we might have only conceded one, or maybe none at all. You know, they only had two shots on target. They scored with both of them. Fair play to them. You know, I've always said I love Accrington Stanley. They've got a good owner. They're a good club. I just wish they hadn't beaten us. Um, but you know, our, everybody talks about the difference between our home form and our, our away form. And last season, we were doing pretty well away and rubbish at home. This season, we've turned it around. We really do have that fortress plough lane. Uh, we're doing pretty well at home. We're actually doing okay away. We're just, I don't know if we got that different mindset, but we defend pretty well. We're just not sticking them home. I seem to agree, Alex. I mean, looking at it, I mean, we were like, you know, it just felt a tiny bit of more ruthlessness up front i mean like the the one with the, the header from the the palace player up front with the, the center back um 
was like he was unmarked. He was four yards out, and really, that should be a goal. Um, you know, that's that's what that's the reality, and it didn't happen. So you know, it's just it just felt like were we are we starting to miss a Hamadi? Is that going to be an issue? Are we just not quite ruthless enough up front? That was my only question mark out of what I otherwise thought wasn't a bad performance. And particularly following on from, you know, the the good performance on Saturday. I mean, I think we're a team that is not really close to being one of the real strong contenders if we can get into the playoffs. Um, You know, I, I really think it's, you know, we've got a few injuries. Bring those players back, then... You know, we're in with a good shout. That's my take on it. I don't know, Adam, what you think. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, I don't think we're missing anyone in that sense. Yes, we've got some injured players. I do think we have a really good squad. We just it's just taking those chances because, of course, on Saturday, you know, they, we took the chance, we scored the chances that we had really, really well. You know, and it's like I don't. I and I'm just. It's, it seems the games that we need to win, we're kind of falling. Over ourselves, like the Accrington. If we won that game against Accrington, that would have been really. I don't know. I was really disappointed because I thought that was a game we had to win. I'm now. It's kind of then Jackson's obviously. Oh, we got to bounce back. It's like we don't want to bounce back. We need to just keep winning. If we're gonna fight, if we're gonna get that last spot in the playoffs, which is probably what we're trying to get, we have to win the those games that matter. And some of the table went against us on. Saturday, I think, and maybe again on Tuesday, which was disappointing. So I think we've got a really good... I think the squad is great, but I just... We have to take our chances, and I don't know what that, that necessarily is. Maybe that is confidence. Some of them not playing together so much until now, you know. Curtis obviously looks really good. I thought the subs were great on Tuesday, but they didn't appear to do much <laughs> in terms of turning the game around. So, yeah, I'm... I'm I'm less optimistic than I was at the beginning of the season about where we are, even though I think we're doing better than I expected. Look, we're one point off the playoffs, and we oh, just about, and um, you know we're performing pretty well. We had that January where we all said we needed six points and we didn't get them, uh, but it was a tough January. We're going to be battling until the final day of the season, unless we have an absolute mare over the next few weeks. So I think there's reasons to be cheerful. Yeah, I'd love to have Al Hamadi still with us, but I have to say that I think uh, J.K. Gordon is um, an exciting winger. So's Ronan. Um, I'm yet to be 100% convinced by the new forward because I think he's still got a lot to learn. Um, the article on the website about putting down his paintbrush and taking up full-time football. Uh, yeah, that that really okay. exemplifies the the leap from non-league to, to playing for us. But I think he's got a lot of pace. He was really unlucky on Saturday. He had two one-on-one chances with the keeper. The first time he tried to take it round him uh, and the keeper sprawled and saved. The second time he tried to dink it over and big keeper put his hand up and saved it as well. I think he was really unlucky there. But he's, he's getting in those positions uh, using his pace. So... I'm I'm pretty hopeful, yeah. So where do we think we're going to... How many points do you think we need for us to actually make sure we get into the playoffs? I mean, how many have we got left? Oh, I don't... I haven't even looked, to be honest. This is a problem. I was, when we were asked the question, I was like, well, you have to look at what was the average last season 
and then do some averaging, don't you? So I don't know. But how many games have we got left? That is that that surely the BBC can answer that question for me. <laughs> the one the one thing that that I know from having done a bit of studying on this before is that to get into the playoffs, you generally need to average one and a half points per game. That's your kind of playoffs. So, so the way it works, if you get one point a game, then you're basically relegation fodder. One and a half points is playoff, edge of playoffs. Two points is basically automatic promotion. That's the kind of way, and like champion, champions, that's that's where it is. So we need to be getting one and a half points. So what we need then we've from that games is, left, I think. so we need to get at least 69 points. So maybe 70. And what are we on now? Uh, forty six. All right. So we need another twenty four points. Look, that's 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 over two points a game. Uh, I think if we got two points a game, we would be in the playoffs. Um, you know, the 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 form teams turn it on at the end, uh, so you can expect that points per game average to go up a bit. But I still think, yeah, if we got. Two points per game, we would be in the playoffs. If we from now get one and a half points a game or less than that, then we'll miss out. Uh, we'll still be close, but we'll miss out. Uh, you've got to look at the matchups. You've got to look at. We're now at the stage where, uh, to quote famous managers of the past, you can actually look at the table and it means something. And what it means is we are a form team and we're doing pretty well. Who have we beaten at, at home? We've beaten Mansfield. We've beaten Notts County. Um, and we beat that lot on Saturday. So we, we're um, we're doing pretty well. Thank you very much. We can turn it on against the good sides. Um, and we've managed not to suffer so far, touch wood, uh, the hiccup that we usually do of it all falls apart in January. Yeah, that's true. I mean, so yeah. in a way, what we're saying is we need at least seven wins. Yeah, and I think it's 12 games now I've counted them again. But um, so that gives us so. So who have we got? <laughs> who have we got coming up, Adam? You've got them in front of you. I have now. Yeah. yeah. Which of the seven? Where are we going to get our seven wins? Where? Uh, okay, let me see. Where? Oh, no, Just go through. Go through. Go through the twelve games left, and we'll have a little prediction. Right, it might be more than twelve because I keep pressing the wrong buttons. But let's just see. It might be fifteen actually. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wimbledon. Okay, we're playing Morecambe on Saturday. We need to win that. Then we're playing Crawley on Tuesday night at home. Both of those games are at home, so we need to yeah. win both of those. And that's games. the other thing. We've got a lot of home games coming up. Yeah, this is All right, true. So those, that has to be six points. So that has to be two wins. I don't know where Crawley... Where's Crawley in the league now? Well, there's a whole bunch of teams that are all mid-table, about three or four points behind us. Okay, then we're away to Doncaster. Which is tricky. Tricky, but that's probably... A, that. that Hope for a, a point, yeah. Then we're playing against the franchise on the second of March. When? Yeah. Uh, then we're again. That was that's at home. Not that I'll be there. Tuesday the fifth of March is also at home against Grimsby. So. Uh, yeah, that's that's a three pointer. Thank you. Notts County away. Very that's, very it's difficult. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dillingham at home. That's going to be very tough. That's a Tuesday night as well. Uh, again, home to New at home against Newport. So this, those are six home games you've talked about. Then yeah, it's mad, isn't it? There's loads of home games. There's more coming. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I don't know why we've got so many at the end. Um, 
crew away. That's uh, very, very tough. Harrogate at home. Uh, they're in abysmal form at the moment, so got to take that. Yeah. Oh, that's Good Friday, isn't it? Friday, 29th of March. And then the last few, so there's, yeah, I think there's 15 games. Stockport away. Obviously tough. Salford at home. Don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Uh, and then Swindon away. Tranmere away. Winnable. Winnable. And then we are home for the last game of the season against Walsall. So that's quite a lot of home games. Yeah. Uh, you'd think if we were to win three quarters of those, that's six wins. Yeah. And we're saying we need seven. So six, if we can get three quarters, win three quarters of our home games and then pick up one or two away wins, then we'll there. Or, or just a, a, a few away points. Um, you know, it, it might come down to the matchups of who we're playing uh, and what they do. But look, we've got all those home games. We're pretty good at home. We've got some really tough away games, Notts County, Stockport and so on, uh, oh, yeah. uh, and crew. But, you know, we, we've, we've got the home games to win. We've got the form to win. I'm really positive about this. And Adam is wrong. <laughs> now going through that list has made me a bit more positive. I just was—I just thought we should have beaten Accrington on Tuesday, and it just knocked me. <laughs> no, the list of those games are not that. Yeah, we we've got a chance with those games, but it's still. Who's going to get our goals? Well, Curtis, I think. Mix and match. Yeah. Mix and match. I think Curtis has done really well. I wouldn't be surprised to see J.K. Um, at least assist a few, but probably score one or two. Um, Bugill does pop up with a goal every other game or so. Um, you know, we've got the players. Um, we are relatively big. If we've got um, Ball and or Pell on the pitch, um, and hopefully Pell stays on the pitch, uh, then we're winning headers uh, and they'll they'll pop in. It'd be great to have have Lewis back yeah, as well. Yeah, Lewis would be good. I think we've got but yeah, I'd like Davison needs to score though, really, doesn't he? Like that would that would start to help things out a bit. Don't know quite He needs to get on a bit of a purple streak, doesn't he? Because he hasn't really been on that kind of goal scoring run for quite a while. You know, I feel I imagine he's probably got a little kid that's keeping him awake. Maybe he needs to take his get get his little kid somewhere um, you know couple of days before each match goes, Look, just take we, her off to the grandma. We are a we are a family friendly club and that goes for the players as well. Well you can go and have a crush. You can take the kids to the crush at the ground for like, you know, whatever. Maybe the, that's so the cool, info we got that was Reeves and Nerville are gonna be back within about nine, eight days or something. Um yep. Nerville would be good, you know, I reckon. I reckon he should be better than he has been. Johnson and Lewis another month. Williams, two months, so he's not going to feature at all, is he? Well, that's the curse of the same old Womble sponsorship, isn't it? <laughs> we sponsor a player and they either go out on loan or get injured, or in this case, both. Oh, I didn't realise we were doing that. <laughs> you paid for it, mate. You paid for it. Oh, no, but it doesn't mean I know what's going on. <laughs> OK, so we know who to sponsor next season, then. Someone terrible. <laughs> Someone we think is going to be terrible. So yeah, that's, we don't sign terrible players. That's true. That's true. 
Nerfville would be good though. So I think, I think that, you know, and if we get Lewis, so back, can we we not? Yeah, Lewis, I think is really important. I mean, I just I, I think you know if you're talking about early contenders for player of the season, then Lewis for me would be right up there. You know who's been fantastic and stepped up in the last couple of games is Armani Little. Um, you know, we, we we had that that very solid midfield two of him and Reeves, and you worried that you know Armani Little was not as good as Reeves um, and maybe relying on him a bit much. But since Reeves has been out injured, Armani has really been absolutely brilliant, and full full credit to the guy. You know, he's he's proved any doubts that I had wrong and I think he's he's holding that team together and he's got the captain's armband as well I think he's he's a, a really good player maybe not player of the season but I think he's done fantastically thank you yeah that's a good shout yeah I wouldn't mind seeing a bit more from Tilly actually again you know there's opportunities isn't there to kind of shine at the end of the season for a lot of our players yeah, I think at the moment what we really want to do is just have our best team out, Adam, to be honest. And like, you know, that does include all those those players we mentioned, Johnson, Lewis, Reeves, you know, Nerfield, all being back in contention. All four of those are straight in our squad, right? They're all in a match day squad. Arguably, you could put most of those and make the first team. He definitely would say, right, um, you know, Reeves, Lewis, Johnson probably would all, all would have very good chance to be in this starting eleven. I think with a new Palace centre-back who has impressed, that's that's the one slight difference. But the rest, I think, walk into the team. Um, and that strengthens where we're at. So we're not... That's our problem. Um, you know, we've we've got through a few games where we weren't at full strength and we need to have them all back. Uh, and I think with those home games, you know, having those back would make a big difference. But, um, you know, we are where we are. And his, his throw, his long throw, I don't think I've seen a flatter, more powerful long throw uh, in the league for ages. I mean, even Rory Delap's throw was a bit loopy. It had the length, but it didn't It, it didn't necessarily bullet it into the box. Uh, I know that against Barrow, their players were complaining it was a foul throw a lot of the time. Um, obviously, you need to make sure he's on his technique, but that that's a powerful weapon, and I don't care if it's not pretty football it, it's it's incredible to watch I think he makes a massive difference doesn't it when you talk about being reliant on crosses and you know now every time it goes within you know 35 yards of the touchline of the goal line you're in a situation where you're going well that's a cross you know I, we're not necessarily brilliant at winning those headers but you're causing chaos in the box so things are going to drop or it's going to give us another opportunity so I think that makes a massive difference. So suddenly we're, we're much more of an attacking option than we have been. Um, this goes back to, we need those poachers. We need those people who can just kind of get in the box and cause that. You know, once we start getting that clicking, then I think, um, you know, it'd be, be really good. Like hopefully we're on the training ground doing a lot of work on causing chaos. Well, that's the difference between um, corners and throw-ins. You, you as, as a team, you, know you're going to get four or five corners in a game maybe a few more but maybe a few less but uh, those are obviously attacking options you're not going to score from anything like all of them but they they really put pressure on the defense a throw in by and large yeah you've got the ball but you you there was a time when we were before 
um, before the, the move when we actually had real problems um, keeping control and keeping possession from throw-ins. Uh, that doesn't happen so much now, but they're not really attacking options until you get somebody with a, a massive long throw, at which point they become just like a corner, as you say, from anything within about 30, 35 yards uh, from from their goal. So, yeah, it, it effectively, instead of having four or five corners a game, it gives us 10 or 11. And that's um, that's a huge attacking bonus. Yeah, we've got to get on the end of them and make the most of it. But it's uh, it's something to be used because we've got it there and it's, it's going to create a bit of panic in the defence. Absolutely. And I still have had to the wonderful days of having Vinnie Jones doing that at Plough Lane and walking about, you know, 10 yards into the ground, into the uh, terraces to take his throws. You know, that's what I remember. So, you know, those sort of things I think are really important for us. And obviously, as a, as a Wimbledon fan from the 80s, you know, I, I do love a bit of the, uh, the the long ball, that sort of that sort of stuff. And it's nice to see a bit of a throwback to that. So I'm, I'm very happy with that kind of content. So generally, we're feeling like... There's a bit of optimism around. We've still got that possibility. There's still stuff there. We we might be able to do it. I don't know. And then obviously the playoffs then become a lottery if we were to get into it. Um, I do have a slight horrible fear of that if we did get into don't, the playoffs. Don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. Don't we're not going to talk, talk about, about that. No. Worry about that if it happens. Well, I'm yeah. banned from talking about that. You're banned from talking about that. Yeah, we 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 don't. I think we don't talk about the playoffs at all yeah, at exactly. all. In them. <laughs> then we worry about it. Obviously, Fair we enough. have just and been talking good... extensively about the playoffs. But we're yeah. talking about getting into the playoffs. <laughs> that's a nice nod to uh, to my brother and his and his and his uh, famous football gods that we're all very wary of. So you know, that's it. So dear football gods, uh, we've not talked about anything like this at all, and uh, we love you very very much. Look, we spent. We spend a lot of each game working out when we're winning, who's sitting in which seat, which of who we've got along, which kids have we got along, are there any guests we've got with us, um, and trying to make sure we know which is the lucky combination. Um, so, you know, I, I think the football gods, we are firm believers in those. Totally. I think it works out that I think it has to be a, a Tuesday night game where Amelia brings some of her school friends, Tabs is with us, but I'm sitting next to, particularly between Alex and my brother. Uh, you're there, Adam, particularly with somebody probably from the US who's who's flown in and that we have to have Joe Armstrong and Joe Shearing sitting just to the right of us. That's just about it, I think. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Put all those together and we're bound. <laughs> exactly. That is the winning combination for sure. There's absolutely nothing to do with the fitness of the players on the pitch. Have all of that there, then it works. Yeah. Yeah, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I'm worried here because instead of saying sack the manager or sack the board, I can see if it all goes horribly wrong, then we might be in the firing line. Well, that be people could go right, Alex. How come you weren't sitting in that particular seat? And uh, you know what? I mean, like Jez only works as a as a as a lucky mascot for us if I'm not there. So me and Jez can't be at the game together. I think that's worked as well. So I don't well, know. Well, we never see you two in the same room. So maybe you are, in fact, the same person. I mean, you look so much alike. Those of you who don't know, Jeremy O'Donnell was a stand-up comedian who is about 6 foot 87, the only person possibly to rival Toolmark in the tall stakes. And I am definitely not that. <laughs> By a long Anyway, way. anyway, yeah. Moving swiftly on. So I don't know what else we want to cover today. Um, 
you know, I think that we've covered quite a lot. We're happy with Johnny Jackson. I'll tell you one other thing I was going to mention, actually, was um, South London football clubs. And just if you looked at what else is happening elsewhere, Palace are on a, a, a lovely decline. Um, Millwall are like hovering above the relegation zone in the championship. And Charlton are fifth from bottom in League One. So just just putting it and Sutton, obviously, are they bottom or second bottom? So, you know, if you're a South Londoner listening in and you want to see a bit of successful football, there's only one club to talk about. Having said that, can I give a bit of a shout out for two other teams? But they're both Wimbledon teams. Uh, so our ladies won again, 4-0. Ashley only scored, well, that Ashley Hinks only scored one goal, but go on, girl. She's doing fantastically. Thank you very much. And our under-18s had a bit of a success um, a few days ago. They they won 7-0 against uh, a team in Buckinghamshire. So, yeah, they're doing pretty well as well. So the whole Wimbledon family is exciting to watch at the moment. Go and see a game. Definitely, definitely. I so want the Wimbledon ladies to get up. Uh, I know they, they talk about restructuring the league as well. So it could be a very significant time to get promoted because I think it could be that they then, with a restructure, if they're promoted, that it could be that Wimbledon become part of an extended second tier. So, potentially. That would be good. Um, what are they now? Six points in front of Norwich, with two, and Norwich have two games in hand. So, it's yeah. it's looking very positive. Just have to see how it all goes, all pans out. But I think that might conclude for us for today. Is there uh, anything else anybody else wants to chat about? Well, I just saw those kids for kids for a quid for the Newport game. So, if you want to attract anyone in South London who's a kid, they can come for a pound. Apparently, the Newport game. So, and you can bring a mate um, two for uh, for the Tuesday games in early March. Um, I think you're paying a, a tenner, and you get effectively two extra tickets to bring people with you. So, yeah, that's good. I mean, the club is doing its marketing well. Um, getting bums on seats um i think the the downside of having barrow um is they don't bring a large away fan following uh, and, and completely understandably it's 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 bloody miles away um but uh that was the reason we only had 7300 or so in the ground last saturday uh but you know we'll we're we're doing pretty well we're not quite averaging 8k now i think but hopefully we'll get that back up by the end of the season and remember that 8K would still be higher than when we were last at Plough Lane uh, in the old days in the first division. So, you know, that average attendance, and it will be the highest AFC Wimbledon league average attendance as well. So not bad at all. So I think huge credit must go to the marketing team and stuff at the club for getting that over the line and seeing us growing. So uh, I'm of the view that the reality is our ground's too small for us. If somebody's got a spare 10 million and they want to pay to extend the ground, uh, we've got the planning permission. Let's get on with it. That would be nice. So that's it. That will, that's a lovely closing line for today's podcast. So uh, anybody out there who uh, isn't up for sponsoring the same old Wombles podcast, which obviously you should do, um, get your pockets, get your, dig into your pockets with your spare 10 mil. Most of our listeners, our, our one listener probably has that 10 million in their pockets. Get it in over the line and we can uh, build a nice, New ground, build us up to 15,000, 20,000, and uh, we'll see ourselves soon. But 
thank you everybody for today's podcast huge thank yous to today's guest uh adam proctor live from some university studio studio alex folks uh live from his mobile phone iphone somewhere or other god knows where you never know where alex is and uh, i'm now recovering from my heart operation so wonderful to be back with you all and uh, here's to uh, a victory on saturday